<laughs> thank you for having me. Wait, what? I said thank you for having me on. Oh, of course, of course. We have Lauren on today. Lauren, we never met in person. Wait, are you frozen? <laughs> Wait. Wait, you just you just froze. Did I freeze for you? Yes, you froze for me too. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um so do you remember how we met? We met through a group chat. Yes. Okay. I did not know if you were actually going to remember this. So I was actually the one that commented on Emily's TikTok and was like, we should make a group chat. And no, I commented. I was we the, both the whole... did. We both did, I think. But. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But then she started it and then it kind of became like she created it, which I was like, yeah. Okay. No, I was the first person to add her on Snapchat because I commented. I was like, why don't we actually have a group chat? Like everyone's liking this video. We were part of the like OGs. No, we were. There was like 10 of us. Yes. And next thing you know, this TikTok just blew up. We're in like, like I'm still in the group me for it. Like I, there's like a thousand people. I always forget about the group me. And also the, um, mm -hmm. what is it called? I don't, I don't understand the platform for it. Um, the one, it's not group me, but it's on that one where like people like game and stuff. Discord, the Discord group. There was a Discord group? There's a Discord group. Oh my God. <laughs> I need to add you into it. It's not very active anymore. Um, well, I don't have Discord, so. I don't understand how to use Discord, so. <laughs> Look at us, tech savvy, like, <laughs> man, they just miss like this whole thing of me trying to figure out how to like mute my notifications on my <laughs> laptop. I was straight up a grandma. Oh my gosh. You but I'm happy you like remember that because I genuinely thought you were not going to remember how we met. Um, well, I also went, it's kind of weird because the majority of my friends are like, like my friends that I know, like from like in person life you know not on. Mm -hmm. um i went on the trip to colorado and whenever they were like you're going on a trip with strangers you're gonna get murdered yep. like you know and i was like no i was like i facetimed with these people and they were like you're gonna get murdered and i was like no dude i was a senior in high school or maybe i no i don't know i think i was either a senior in high school or i just graduated um, and I also went camping, but I went on the Ohio trip Yep. and my mom was like, do you know any of these people? And I was like, no, but we didn't even FaceTime. So I didn't even know what they looked like or anything. I hopped in the car, like drove four hours. And then I spent the weekend with them. Like I'd had like the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I had like mainly, I had mainly FaceTimed with a few specifically like Elena and Jade. Um, mm. and I'm I'm still a little bit closer with them than I am the rest of the group. I went on a cruise with Jade um, and with Logan. You went on a cruise with them? Yes. So it so was, cool. It was a separate thing. So basically, I had been flying in and out of Atlanta a lot just because, like, I worked for Delta, and I was like, oh, my flights are only. I just have to pay the taxes, and I was like, shoot, so salty. But um, what Bahama Islands did you hit or island? We went to Nassau, and then we also went to Princess Hayes, which was, like, Carnival mm -hmm. Little 
island. Like they're like tourists. Uh huh. You know. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. I've been to Nassau, but that's the only one I've been to. It was cool. I that was actually my first time out of the country, other than like whenever I was like two, I went to Italy for a funeral. But like that doesn't count because I don't remember it. Damn! All the way to Italy for a funeral. I'm gonna like go out like that. I'm gonna make my parents like. Yup. Well, my dad was actually born on a ship coming over from Italy. Um, so his entire family is still in Italy, or they're like sporadically placed along the East Coast. Like they <sighs> live in New Jersey, they live in New York, and then also down in like Florida. There's a few. Carolinas, I guess, but I guess mm-hmm. I have like an Uncle Bruno out in um, North Carolina, but I've never gone to visit him, but I do love North Carolina. Yeah, I've never been to North Carolina other than for the airport. Oh my gosh, we will have to go. It's really pretty. It's fun too. Is that the one with Myrtle Beach or is that South Carolina? South Carolina. Yeah, okay, I get them like so mixed up. Well, no, I have been to North Carolina, but it was for a day. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of, that's how most of my traveling has been. Like, I've been to Lake Tahoe um, twice, actually, but it was both, one of them was for, like, 45 minutes, and then the other time was only for, like, an hour, because I was staying on the Nevada side, but we drove over into California, and then I've, like, been in the LAX airport a few times. Like, yeah, me too. Later. That one's, like, chaotic. Yeah, that one is, <laughs> but honestly, this is, like, crazy I think it's probably just because I, like, worked in the airline industry in the past and I'm going back to it as well. I love airports. I love the chaotic energy of being at the airport. Like, most people hate it. But, like, I don't know. I I live for it. I love it. I mean, I like it, but the lines and security and, like, I know every single time I go through security, I'm going to, like, have something in my bag that they have to take out. Like, every single time. I've got So, like, ugh stopped because I had like five pounds of fudge in my backpack once because I, I was coming back from Florida I had oh. Florida, and my Nona gave me five pounds of fudge and she it was peanut butter fudge that she made herself and she had packed oh. it in my bag and they ended up stopping me and like they were talking to me for like 20 minutes about this fudge and they were like or you're not trafficking any drugs like they were like we're gonna have to test this and so they like drug test. Like, no, sir, it's just fudge. I, and then they were like, Well, can we have a bite? And I was like, sure. I was like, can I go catch my flight? Like Oh my gosh, what the hell? Ugh, the Orlando the homies airport, were just hungry. The <laughs> airport is my least favorite airport, like out of all of them. But I actually almost moved out there to work at that airport. And I'm very glad I did it. Cause that Wait, what's the airport? MCO Orlando. Oh, I don't think I've been to that one. Oh my gosh. It's basically, whenever you're outside, I spent the night in that airport, actually, for my cruise. Um, I ended up taking in a red-eye flight later in the afternoon because I had worked all day. And so I left my luggage in my office, like, and then I, I worked all day. I ran my flights. And mm-hmm. at 7 o'clock, I ended up switching over and I grabbed my suitcase and everything and I hopped on my plane and I left and I went to Orlando because I was going to be getting on my cruise. Um, and I was meeting Jade. Her flight was in, she was in, she lives in Texas, but she had been in California on a girl's trip um, with her mom and her sister. So she had to fly from California from her girl's trip all the way out to Florida to then go on our cruise. 
Um, and so I was like waiting on the outside part of the airport because everything was closed on the inside part. So I yeah. exited the terminal and was like, well, I'd rather sit on the outside than the inside. Um, mm -hmm. And so I went out there and I was waiting for like four or five hours and I ended up taking a nap in like the lobby area by this big waterfall thingy. Um, oh my gosh. But, and then we were waiting for Logan to come pick us up and she had to drive in from Atlanta. So that was like an eight hour drive. And so yeah. I was sitting there and she didn't even leave her house until Jade had landed. And so I was like, okay, I was like, should we go to the beach for the day or something? And Jade was like, yeah, but then we looked it up and the taxis were too expensive. And we were like, we don't even know what beach is near the cruise port. So we were like, well, let's not. So we just hung out in the airport all night and we just walked around. Yeah, that happened to me in Hawaii. Like I stayed the night in the airport at the end of the day. Like that was the worst sleep of my life. Well, cause you're so on edge, you're like, I don't want anyone messing with yeah. my stuff. I don't want anyone messing mm -hmm. with me. And then also the security guards will periodically come and check on you and be like, hey, yeah. you good? And you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just trying to sleep. Like, Yeah, when I was in Hawaii um, staying the night, there were so many of us that had the, like, the early flight to Melbourne the next day. So a security guard had to walk around and make sure that we actually had flight tickets and that we weren't homeless. Yeah. Because we were all like sleeping outside the airport. Yeah. And it was like outside. <laughs> so like, yeah, I feel you. Well, <laughs> been there. Whenever I was working at the airport, we would periodically have homeless people sleeping out on our benches and stuff. But quite honestly, my thing about it was like, if they weren't bothering anyone, I just left them alone. Cause I mean, yeah, it's a warm space. Also, I worked at the, at the downtown one in Dallas. So I worked at Dallas. Mm -hmm. I didn't work at Dallas Fort Worth. So it's a way smaller airport. Um, but it's directly to the side of downtown. And so honestly, mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, well, they're safer here than they are on the actual streets. At least it's warm in here. At least there's running water. They can charge their phone. Yeah. If they want to get a snack, they can get a snack. There's a Dunkin' Donuts, a little bagel shop. Like, mm -hmm. but there was I mean, a yeah. crime that would happen at that airport. And it made me a little bit nervous just because I was an employee and I'd be there past midnight. After that, so. Mm hmm. I mean, I'd be nervous too, I guess. Most yeah. of it was from angry passengers, though. <laughs> yeah, I could not be a flight attendant. There's no way. I wasn't even a flight attendant. I was a gate agent. But one time, oh. Southwest, um, one of the girls had a gun pulled on her in the baggage claim office. Because there was a disgruntled customer, and he was like, get me my bag. I need my bag. And, like, she was like, sir, I don't have your bag. It's at your, like, your previous spot that we flew in from um mm -hmm. and he was pulling a gun on her and i was in my office and i just got up and i locked the door because i saw the security officers running over and i was like nope not my business dang man but, that's terrifying like that's one of my like fears is getting a gun pulled on me that's I'm terrifying oh when I was 16, I worked at a pop socket kiosk in our mall, and I had a guy be like, actually, three of them. And it was like multiple different occurrences. I also live in Tulsa, though, and the chances of being like a victim of a crime is like one in 16 here. Not great. Not great stats. <laughs> but whenever I was like 16, I'd work at my little pop socket kiosk, and I had a guy one time. This is the first time that it ever happened. I already had the mall police like in my phone because... 
they would like escort me out to my car whenever it was like holiday season and I'd be there until two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. But I got really good at texting underneath my desk, like, hey, come help me. Um, but I had a guy be like, do you want to see my gun? And I was like, no, not really. No, no, no sir. But he yeah. took it and I was like, okay, all right. And I ran into the Apple store and was like, hey guys. I'm not a fan of guns, like, at all. No. Like, I feel like that I'm is something like, I'm, like, a little political about. It's like, I'm, like... I mean, I guess, like, I understand for, like, having one for, like, personal defense inside of your home. However, I got a baseball bat, and I'm chilling with my baseball bat. I feel safe. <laughs> I have a door jammer that I put underneath my door. And mm -hmm. I honestly, like... As long as no one is trying to actively break in, then mm -hmm. I feel safe. But it does take our police officers like 45-ish minutes to respond to calls. Just because I do live downtown, sadly, I have had to call the police a couple of times. Uh, just because it is downtown. And I had people that would like to sleep underneath my porch and then try to follow me into my apartment whenever I was coming home late at night from work. And then I also have had people who have been strung out on drugs trying to break my bedroom window with our porch chairs and things like that. So it just kind of is what it is. But I personally don't have a firearm and I don't know if I would ever want to have one in my mm -hmm. Because I feel like you have to go through, like, you should have to go through extensive training. I wouldn't feel safe owning a gun unless I took defensive gun ownership classes. Oh, for sure. Like, I would have to completely, like, feel safe having one. Mm -hmm. Be able to consider that an option. But I don't even think that would be an option for me. I think I just need to live in a safer area. Do you do? Like, I was going to say that. You should, like, come move to Michigan. Like, it's kind of homey here. I like Michigan. I just, I can't stand the snow. It's cold outside right now, and we have a little bit of ice on the ground. And, like, no, we... as soon as there's snow on the ground, I go in, like, hermit mode. I'm, like, I don't want to go anywhere. Dude, we have so much snow. It's ridiculous up here. Like. Up again, though. Like, I don't know. Ugh. I was telling Hannah I would like to live out on Lake Huron area because that's where Mackinac Island was. And that was really cool. But I also stayed in Grand Rapids. I stayed at my friend's grandmother's house. On my that's where I live. That's where you live? Yes. Oh my gosh. It was a cute little town. She lived like right around the corner from an ice cream shop too. And cause we were on the way to uh, Mackinac Island, we would ride our bikes to the little ice cream shop and go get ice cream. And I was like, this is so cool. You can't- Wait, you can't to Mackinac- Wait, let's pause. Mm -hmm. Mackinac Island? Yes. Like, well, wait, wait, but like from Grand Rapids? Yes. So, no. Grand Rapids is down here. I know. We had car- Mackinac Island's like up here. I know. Like above. We rode our bikes to an ice cream shop around the corner from her grandma's house. We did not- ride Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, no. Um, I was like, there's no way she rode her bike no. from Grand Rapids to Mackinac Island. Okay. No, we ended up- we actually got stranded in Grand Rapids for four days, I believe. Um, we were having car trouble the second we left Texas. We actually got up to Oklahoma and the car started completely breaking down. And so it was also a holiday weekend. And so we were driving up and we would just hit every, also no mechanics were open. We kept calling. My dad was calling 
their dads were calling like everyone was trying to find a mechanic that was willing to help us but they were like no sorry and like we were too young to get a hotel so we were like okay we'll just make it out to missouri and stay with one of one of my friend's sisters so we stayed the night at her sister's house her husband tried to work on the car for a little bit but they couldn't really do anything about it and so we just were like hitting um not o'reilly's but auto zone we just kept going to different auto zones and we were finding random strangers in the parking lot to be like can you please help us <laughs> dude i love that literally just being like listen i know one of you guys like has to know how to fix this issue yeah. like please well we got really lucky we did keep finding people that knew how to fix it but we just i mean you're hitting the jackpot like you're going straight to <laughs> We had to like, we had to just keep like. Also, the car wouldn't go over forty miles an hour. So imagine driving from Texas, trying to get all the way up to Magnet Island, the very north side of Michigan, just going forty miles an hour the entire time. You better have a good road trip playlist. <laughs> I just the majority of the time I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> or have someone else drive and just sleep through it, like. Okay. You don't have to deal with it. We like alternated, but I was too scared to drive the car because it started breaking down while I was driving it. And the owner of the car was like, what did you do to my car? And I was like, I swear it wasn't me. And wait, wait, wait. So when you say it was breaking down, what do you mean? Was it like an engine problem or like a... Oh, the car, once we got to Grand Rapids, ended up having to be scrapped completely. And we ended up having to have her uncle drive us the rest of the way up there. Uh, basically, it was a 2002 Honda CRV, um, and it had over 200,000 miles on it as is. So basically, the car was just done for. Something happened with the engine, I guess, um, and then also something happened with the brakes. And we were like, "Okay, cool." We were like, "We don't know what to do." We were trying to like watch YouTube videos, trying to figure out exactly what the cause of the like car issues were but we could not figure it out and we were like well at least we have bikes <laughs> like we were like at least we don't need a car once we get there i mean yeah you don't need one for mackinac island like no. i think i'd bike the whole island in a day because it's like so small it is well that's so we would do these things called porter jams which is where you drive from where you would ride your bike not drive but you would ride your bike around the entire island circumference is 8.6 miles so at every single mile marker, you stop and you drink or you smoke and you party, um, and then you continue on. And that's no, I want to do that. That's so fun. It it was fun, but also we would do this after working like all day. Like when when you're a worker on the island, you're working constantly. So we would be extremely tired from work, and we'd be like, "Let's go party." Um, but my favorite night was the 4th of July and we actually had a, we had a friend that lived on the island, like had a house. Um, and so he was able, he had like a private little beach front area. And so we rode our bikes out to that point and then we did a bunch of fireworks from that point. Like everyone from my restaurant that I worked at. Um, so it was really cool and I really enjoyed it. Um. However, I don't know that I would go back and work there again just to do yeah. it. But I think having a mini Porter Jam, like, as a tourist. Yeah. Though it's mainly, like, a worker's thing, but it's so fun. Mm -hmm. So many people have told me that I should, like, look into working on Mackinac Island, yeah. which is, it seems cool, but, like, 
I feel like it's too small for my liking. Like, I'd want more things to do. So I think I'd go a little crazy. I think that's the thing. I think I went a little stir crazy because by month two, I was like on the phone with my mom. I'm not out. Can you please come with me? I was like, I don't have a car. I was like, the closest airport is like two hours away. I was like, I can't do this anymore, Teresa. <laughs> like, no, you have to stay. Like, you promised that you would stay. Entire duration, you're gonna stay. And yeah. I, right. And I was like, can we go to the beach after this? And she was like, yes, Lauren, we'll go to the beach after this. Oh. <laughs> So, like, the day I got back, we ended up leaving, going to the beach. I was like, <laughs> actually, the Colorado trip was the night before I left for Mackinac. Um, I got, oh. I I was in the Denver airport that morning, and I was, like, freaking out, texting my mom. I was like, I'm not packed. I'm not ready. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm going to be so tired in the car tomorrow. And she was like, don't worry about it. Like, it's going to be fine. She was like, I'll help you. And she started, like, packing up my clothes for me. She was, like, texting me photos of different things. She was like, do you want this? Do you want that? And I was like, just bring me some swimsuits, some shorts, and some T-shirts. I was wrong. <laughs> what I really needed was some rain jackets, some rain pants, and some rain boots. I was thinking, oh, summer, fun. Um, <laughs> it was cold up there, and I was not prepared. So now I have a plethora of Mackinac sweatshirts and hoodies. But I ended up getting home that night at like 11 o'clock at night. Then my dog ended up dying. Same night. Yeah. And then yep. I left for Mackinac the next morning at like 6 o'clock. So it was like back to that. That is just chaos. It was, it was total chaos. And I, I don't think I like took any of it in until the week after I got there and was like, okay. <laughs> but. So something that we're neglecting to talk about still is we're supposed to get married, Lauren. <laughs> and apparently I have competition. What is happening? I thought I like had like a smooth sailing route with you. Like, oh, I'm just, you know, gonna go get married, live off all of these traveling perks. You know what? I have lots of friends. I can hook you up with one. However, I think you might have a little competition. I think Hannah might have a little a little something to say about that. Listen, that's... <laughs> I had first dibs. <laughs> well, we've technically known each other since the third grade, so I don't know, Brooke. <sighs> Dang. I'm sorry. Dude, I met this girl when I was in Costa Rica, like the first time I was there. And she was actually from Michigan also. So we like hit it off right away. Yeah. And she told me like, I hit her up recently because she's just traveling like nonstop. I mean like every week she's in like a new country. That's so And cool. I'm like, girlfriend, like, what do you do? Like, I understand, I hate getting this question when people are like, how do you do it? You know? Cause it's like, bro, like I work my ass off to do this shit, you know? But like, I was, I had to ask because I was like, bro, how do you do it? Like, it's every freaking week you're yeah. in a new country and it's 365 days a year, you know? Like, And she told me that's what she did is she's friends with, uh, like, a trap, what was it? A flight attendant, I think. And she gets free flights through him and she just married him. Yup. And I'm like, bro. I have some friends. Actually, I know one that's about to become a flight attendant. So, 
I'll hook you up. She's cutie. Bet. Sweet. She's a sweetheart. And I think she's single. Pretty sure. Hook me up. I will. I will. The only thing is, she's going to be based. Wait, what? She's going to be based in Texas, which is kind of. I mean, I just want some benefits, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you just need to, like, get on Tinder and only start swiping right on, like, pilots and flight attendants. But I don't ever see pilots and flight attendants on Tinder. Like, I'm not even on Tinder anymore, but, like, when I was on there, I saw, like, none. I stuck one photo of me flying a plane at the front of my profile, and all I got was pilots. And I was like, okay. Really? Yes. Damn. But I also, I plan on doing pilot school in September. So I'm actually going to go back and work as a gate agent for a little bit. Um. Mm-hmm. Just because I want to get back in there and be able, I'm, I'm done being a server. Just because I don't have the patience for people, especially at server wage, I just can't do it. Um, yeah, no, if, I totally feel you. If I'm gonna get treated like crap, I'm gonna do it for the flight benefits. <laughs> like I would rather get yelled at by disgruntled customers and be like, you know what, you're not allowed to fly anymore. You're banned for life. But I can fly. <laughs> okay, that's pretty valid because. Yeah, I mean, being a server sucks. This is, like, one of the worst jobs I've ever had. And I think it's just because people are so ignorant about, like, they walk in and they think that you are their server for only mm-hmm. people and for them only. And, like, I don't know about you, but I've had people physically, like, snap their fingers at me. I've had yeah. other tables be like, miss, miss, miss. And I'm, like, in the middle of talking to a table. And I'll be like, I'll be right there. Like, give me just one second. Like, you know, like... Still, I still act very sweet whenever I'm like helping them. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I walk in the dish pit, I'm like, I don't like that table. I'm like, no, me too. I did the same thing. <laughs> no, I had a table the other day literally raise their hand like high up in the sky. And I was like on the whole other side of the restaurant. And I was like, what are they trying to get my attention? Like, and so I went over there and sure enough, she was. And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> I've never seen someone do that. My yes, hello, teacher. Excuse me. Pick me. Um, no, I just I just don't have the patience for. It. Also, I don't think I have the patience for the other types of employees that are in the service industry as well. Just because, like, when you're working the same job as an angry forty-year-old who has not had a job anywhere else and has been a server for their mm-hmm. adult life. Don't get me wrong. Serving has good money. I understand why people stay in it mm-hmm. for a long time, but not yeah. going to be bitter about being. Mm-hmm. And it's like those ones that make me yeah. because I'm like, okay, I've been at this restaurant longer than you have. I understand you've been doing this longer than I've been alive. However, you don't mm-hmm. walk into an establishment to tell the people who have been here longer how to do their jobs, especially no, everyone is already doing their job in, a, like, a great way. Like, yeah. see something that you could be like, hey, you could maybe improve in the area. And then you say something, but if you don't think that, you mm-hmm. no. But I'm ready to get back in with the airline industry, get my flight benefits. I'm ready to start traveling again. Oh my gosh, yes. That's what I've missed the most about being a server is the fact that I can't just take off and be like, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. Mm -hmm. 
I can't do that anymore. And it's just because they're like, well, why do you need that many days off? And I'm like, you don't understand. But we're <laughs> the airline industry. Everyone does that. Everyone stacks their hours and like pull doubles back to back to back so that they can have four or five days off. And then they'll be like, mm -hmm. going to Mexico for the week. Like, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Our like was so fun people were always like talking about where they were gonna go next what they were gonna do people were always planning trips together like just to like be like you know what like we can split the hotel costs we can split the the rental car costs like also it's just safer to travel with someone however i mm -hmm. want to do a solo trip i feel like i would love to go solo you should there too just because i've never done it however yeah. i'm also a very skittish person very shy and I feel like once I would get there, I would be like, I can't talk to new people just because I'd be like anxious. No, 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 no. You gotta just stay. I recommend if you do a solo one, stay in a hostel so that way you can meet other solo travelers. Yeah. Like the hardest part, like a guy in Mexico told me this. He said like the hardest part about an awkward hostel, if you ever get one, is breaking the ice. Like if you can just break the ice, that's what everyone there wants. And like, like uh, when I was in Mexico, I uh, I stayed in this one hostel, and it just had weird vibes. Like, everyone wasn't talking to, like, anyone, and it was just quiet. And so I just walked up to this group of guys, and I was just like, where are you guys from? You know? And then next thing you know, I ended up spending the rest of the evening with them. Like, we went all around Cancun exploring. So, so fun. You just gotta, like, know, like... You can just ask something as basic as where where are you from? Yeah. You know, and see where that leads. Like you just gotta break the ice, like count to three and ask, you know? Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm trying to be better about it. Yeah. Broadening my friend. Broadening. I'm yeah. very like I like to be at home, set it up with my cat. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm not at work, I'm at home type thing. Or I'm, like, out on my own traveling, doing my own thing. Yeah. So, I really want to go on trips like Italy and visit Italy and do a solo trip. Because I have a few friends that live there. And so I could, like, go see them. But I could also mainly myself. I could go see my family, I guess. That's what my dad would want me to do. But mm -hmm. I mainly would want to be able to just go explore anything especially because i've never been out of the country except to go to the bar yeah. so i feel like yeah. i also really want to go to australia and like mm. wait you just cut out what'd you say have you been to australia yes yes oh. yeah i did five weeks and i did the east coast and i loved it it was so fun i want to go so badly i feel like that'd be so fun yeah, it it was. Have you ever been to like? Well, do you prefer mountains or the ocean? If you had to choose one, probably mountains, just because one, there's no mosquitoes, at least in Colorado. Oh. Just because of the way that the mountains. Oh, my <laughs> my phone told me that it needs to be charged. Um, <laughs> but for the mountains just because they like don't really have mosquitoes also there's no sharks and i don't have to worry about sharks i love the ocean like i love the beach but i don't like the water if that makes sense like i love the sand and the vibe and like being able to drink my little fruity drinks like you know have a great time play some sand volleyball that kind of stuff yeah but like i don't go past my knees in the ocean. 
And like, I know I shouldn't be scared of sharks and I know I shouldn't be scared of jellyfish and stingrays. However, I spent a lot, a lot of time in Florida and I've seen people get attacked by sharks. So I'm like scared of it only because I feel like if I hadn't like seen it and like, it's not even that I've just seen it once. Like I've, I've witnessed like three different shark things. Yeah. So that makes me nervous in itself. Um, I get that. That's valid. But I think I like skiing a little bit better. Are we talking water skiing or I like oh, snow skiing in the mountains? Ooh. What do you prefer? I do, do you prefer the beach or the mountains? The beach. I'm the polar. Well, I don't know. Okay, I think I I prefer the beach. I love the mountains. I love hiking. But like, I'm the opposite of you when it comes to like the beach. Like, I live for the water. I'm like, you know, you got surfing, you have scuba diving, snorkeling. The animals in the water, I'm just like, my mind's just blown. Like, I I don't really like the sand part of the beach. Like, fan getting all in your crevices, but <laughs> I I I don't know. I like paddle boarding because then you get to see the animals underneath you without having to be in it. Yeah, and like I don't know. I feel like surfing would be really fun. But I mm-hmm. know that I'd be good at it. I don't really have, like, balance. <laughs> I mean, do you skateboard? Um, not well. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I, mean, I would say if you snowboard, maybe that would help you, but... I've tried snowboarding. I've actually tried five different times. I'm not I'm not good at snowboarding either. So. I wish I was. They look so cool. Me too. So cool coming down the mountain. And I'm like, that looks so fun. I am good at skiing, though. I actually was going to take a job as a ski instructor out in Breckenridge. Um, I was looking into it two years in a row. However, I did the interview process. I did the application process. Like, I had a job lined up. And they were like, the only thing you have to do is find housing. And then as soon as I was, like, looking into it, my mom was like, actually, Lauren, maybe you shouldn't do this. She was like, I've noticed some tendencies. She was like, you tend to be a flight risk. And she was like, you need to stop looking at jobs in different states in the middle of the night. And I was like, dang. That's literally me. <laughs> I'm like always on cool works at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh, Wyoming. I'm like, I can go <laughs> See, but my problem is it's not different states. It's different countries. I'm like, ooh, what about volunteering abroad? Like, where could I go? There was one There was one job in Trinidad and Tobago that was, like, a house-sitting slash sea turtle watching. Like, you had to keep a journal, a log of, like, how many turtles hatched each day. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, my god! Your main job was to scare the tourists away from the nest. Like, you're supposed to, like, make sure that no one goes on the private beach and messes with the turtles. And then you have to sweep the house's front and back porch every single day. Easy money. But my main thing was I could sit in a hammock and just tend to the sea turtle nest all day. What? But then I and like I was like messaging the lady and she was like, you sound perfect. She was like, I want you to bring a few friends to like enjoy it. Make it like make it worth your while. Have a good time. Yeah. But then everything shut down because of COVID. So I couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, I really wanted to. Wait, where was that at? It was in Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. Wait, so where do you find your online jobs? Coolworks, indeed. Um, there's another... Coolworks? Coolworks, yes. Um, cool. Is that like coolwork.com? Um, I think it's just coolworks.com. I've never heard of that one. There's also another one. Um, actually, I found my job from Mackinac Island on Coolworks. Damn, I'm going to start looking because that would be so awesome. Yeah. Um, there's another website. I can't think of the name of it right now. However, I do get, like, emails from them whenever they have jobs. I basically just look up seasonal jobs. Yeah. And then wherever. And then I just scroll yeah. through. However, mm -hmm. I think just Indeed is, like, the worst place to look for just because it's mainly like it tends to be focused toward like nine to fives, which like obviously it's not just for nine to fives, but like the the like mm -hmm. kind of obscure jobs, you have mm -hmm. to do a little bit of digging or even like straight up looking for jobs in a specific place that you want to go and mm -hmm. seeing what you can do from there. And like I'll type in like random stuff, I'll be like. Okay, so for one of them, I was looking at working at one of the, like, marine wildlife rescue centers where you, like, help, rehabil like, rehabilitate sea turtles and stuff like that. So for that, I would just look up, like, jobs with turtles, things like that. And, like, then I would, like, go from there and I would look, like, out in, like, California, Florida, down, like, Alabama, mm -hmm. not a few. Um, and I basically just, like, looked at any job that I think would interest me and then I choose the location later on and like my mm -hmm. thing is that I'm willing to go almost anywhere. with the mm -hmm. exception of like a few cities and states that I like have personal vendettas against like I will never live in Texas again just because I don't mm -hmm. um, but I know that but I basically just look up the job and then the location is the last thing on my mind which I know that that should be the last thing on my mind but like I don't know. My thing is, is that if I enjoy my job, I typically enjoy where I'm at anyway. Mm -hmm. I really like that mentality. I'm the opposite. Like, I think I would be looking at location and then being like, okay, what's available in this area? And then picking the best one. Um, just because like, I don't know. I love the idea of having the opposite mentality and just going where the wind takes you. Yeah. I think that's so awesome. I but see, I'm like, this I turns away so many people in my life because they're like, Lauren, that's crazy. Like you need no, to I love it. find a place to live. I see, I love it too. But even my mom is like, Can you stop being a flight risk? Like, I want to know where you're gonna live within the next month. And I'm like, Oh no. Okay, well, I tell. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely not. There's no way. Like, my mom just thank the Lord for her, bro, because she, she just lets me be a free spirit. Like, she knows I don't have my shit together, and I'm not gonna anytime soon. And she's just like, mm, that's Brooke. Like, she's my free-spirited kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't I'm, imagine. My mom kind of has, like, higher expectations for me even for the rest of my siblings. Just, mm. Like, technically, my mom is actually my grandma. Um, but she adopted oh, okay. me. So, like, she has higher expectations for me than she did for my birth mom. Um, yeah. But because I'm the oldest of my little siblings, she's like, okay, like, you have to be our good child. You've always been our good child. You've always been star child. 
because it was whatever my mom wanted I would do like I was very much a people pleaser even as a kid so if my mom said I was gonna do soccer gymnastics ballet and cheer all at the same time by god I would be at every single practice every single yeah. um so now that I'm like an adult and I'm like actually mom I hate Texas and I will never be living near you again I'm so sorry She's like, okay. She's like, I just want you to be happy, but I also want to be within ten hours of you. Like, please. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I'm actually looking out at. Um, I know I'm gonna stay in Tulsa just because I like Tulsa, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at Colorado like randomly, looking at houses out there, and I'm like, oh, it would be so nice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I should do it. I'm like, yeah. I was even looking at like California the other day, like on um, on apartments.com. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I was like, I can't afford this rent, but I was like, I'm sure I could figure it out. <laughs> Me, literally, I feel like I relate to you so much. <laughs> Cause I'm like, like right now I'm planning out like my next excursions and like, I want, okay, call me crazy, but I want to pretty much do two years of travel and do online school for two years, pretty much like to sum it up. And it does, but in a way it's unrealistic because I'm like, how am I going to afford that? Like, that's insane. And what if you were to just find like a remote job or like an opportunity that is like something I know remote jobs most of the time are like, yes, hello. Thank you for calling. And it's like customer support. Mm -hmm. However, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's something online, like a, uh, an at home job that you would find of interest or at least a value of your time. Like, Oh, for sure. Yeah. Could sit down for a few hours at like a coffee shop or something just mm-hmm. do whatever or you could mm-hmm. even look into like transcribing books and stuff and like just like being the person that like records like the audiobooks like reading them you can make money from that and like stuff like that true i really need to get like a side hustle i've been like looking at getting a remote job but i've had no luck like absolutely none like i just can't seem to find remote jobs for the life of me I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't either. And I've been looking. I feel like it's a lot easier said than done to just get around. But I feel like the the options are so slim just because I'm kind of picky about what jobs I do. Like, Mm. I feel like I can find a bunch of call center jobs. However, I hate talking Mm. on the phone, especially strangers. I don't want to do that. And I need to I know that I wouldn't want to do that. I'm a very, like, I have to be out. I have to be able to walk around at my job. If I was locked up in my apartment all day, every day, just working from home, my cats would drive me nuts. They already do. Like, they yeah. would knock stuff over constantly. I would feel like I'm constantly having to clean just because I can't be home. Like, yeah. I don't like, I like being home the least amount of time as possible. And that's mm-hmm. why I have a roommate because like my rent is so much cheaper and like mm-hmm. I can't, if I decide, Hey, I'm going to go down to Texas for the week to go see my family. I can, but if I'm like, Hey, I want to go out to Colorado and go skiing with my friends. I can absolutely do that as well. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I like that too. I like the freedom. And I'm kind of like nervous that even if I do get a remote job, I'm going to be a full-time like online student. So I'm almost like, am I going to have time to travel, take online classes, and do a remote job? I actually knew, I knew these two girls whenever I was working on Mackinac Island, and they both were from Ukraine. Um, however, they were doing online classes at night. So they would do, because the time zone was different, they mm-hmm. would do their daytime job on the island and then they would work all day and they they only got like one or two days off a week um but they made their they made the best of it they always had fun um and they they both came together like they were friends back in their hometown but they decided to come over to America and do their Mm -hmm. job there um but they would do their classes every single night and at like midnight to like three o'clock in the morning if you were to walk past their apartment, they would always have their windows open just because it would like let night, like it would let cool air in there. It was like little tiny dorm rooms. Um, but they would do their classes at night and then they would go to work all day the next day. I don't know how they did it. I don't know when they slept, Yeah, but they did do that. That's a valid point. I forgot about sleeping. I guess I do need to figure that out too. Yeah. <sighs> Dang, that's hardcore. No. That's cool. It would be cool. Maybe you could like work more on the weekends than in the mm-hmm. the like the weekdays just because you would That's be true. school. But also it depends on the time zone. Like mm-hmm. where you would want to be. Asia. <laughs> it's like flip flopped. That'd be fun. You've already sent me like your itinerary of like some of your trips that you have planned. Yeah. And if I have time, I might want to jump on your Sri Lanka one go for it i don't know if i'm gonna have time though that's my main thing this year is like packed with activity. yeah if it was last year i would have jumped i would have been like yes absolutely i'll be there but i just moved states and like i'm gonna be moving again so mm-hmm. no i get it like life is bizarre it i just is- thought I'd, like put that out there for people that were like yeah oh my god i want to join you so i was like yeah. might as well give them the dates yeah if I end up having like extra money and extra time, I definitely will. Like I'll just meet yeah. you. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I definitely need to get back into the airline industry though, so that I can also just like take advantage of those slight benefits and be like, Hey, I'm gonna go over here now, I'm gonna do this. But I feel like you being like a flight attendant or even a pilot, I feel like that'd be kind of up your alley. I feel like I'd like being a pilot more than a flight attendant. That's what I that's what I think too, because I plan on doing my pilot schooling. I told myself mm-hmm. I was like I would rather work at the airport than be a flight attendant. Just because I don't think I would want to be the person that has to deal with the customers on the airplane because they can't go anywhere. As a flight attendant, mm-hmm. you can't escape. You don't have a dish pit you can go hide in. You have a tiny little bathroom that you can go hide in. And half the time it's full of people anyway. So, like, you can't even (laughs) have that. And, like, people can press their little call. Like, like, uh, and then you have to be on call when you're not working. Like, they could call you and be like, hey, be at the airport in this amount of time. And then you are going. And, like, I don't know. At least as a pilot, you know exactly where you're going. You know exactly how long your trip is going to be. You know exactly, Mm -hmm. like. You're only allowed to fly a certain amount of hours anyway each day because of the FAA. 
so you know that you'll be home mm-hmm. like roughly around a certain time each day but yeah. also, like I think just flying the plane is much cooler than I don't know I've already flown like little little planes I haven't done anything like big planes but I know that I want to go to one specific like pull out here yeah but, i know getting a pilot's license definitely on my agenda at some point yeah. i feel like it'd be right up your alley especially since you're so like but i feel like because <laughs> well, then you could just fly yourself you could be like i'm Dude, <laughs> i'd be so freaking unstoppable if i could just fly myself whenever that would be dangerous because i would just i would have a meltdown and i just leave like <laughs> honestly same that's what i do <laughs> I like look at train tickets and I'm like, where can I go? Yep. I know there is a, what did I do last year? I like was having a whole breakdown and I booked my Cancun tickets. Like that was why I booked them as I was like, I'm having a bad day. We're going to book some tickets. Yep. <laughs> Cause then it's like almost instant gratification. You're like, yay. I get to make a Yes. Literally it's therapy. It is. And it's so bad. It- <laughs> It's not bad for us, but, like, it's bad that, like, that is our coping mechanism. I don't think it's that bad. I think there's worse things we could do. I think it's bad for my wallet, but I feel like it is, there are, there's definitely worse things we could do with our time. Yeah. Like, at least I'm not, like, you know, shooting up heroin or, yeah. like. <laughs> we're not, like, off of pills back to back. No, yeah, like, we're just booking flights. Yeah. <laughs> But also, like, anytime I would, like, have any relationship issues, I'd be like, book flights, not feelings. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Me too. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I can literally chat with you, like, all day. But I do have to dive into some travel stuff for this podcast, unfortunately. So, have you ever been to a place that's, like... It's like if you mixed the ocean with mountains, like there's both of them in the same area. The only place that I've been that's like similar-ish, I guess would be like the Lake Tahoe area because you can go skiing and go to the beach in the same day. However, I personally did not get to experience that and I wish I had. Is that Utah or no? It's California. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, California is so diverse. I know. It's so cool. I mean, I want to be able to spend, like, more time out there to be able to fully enjoy it. However, like, I think it's so cool. Just researching about it in general is a very, very cool. And I had one of my old nanny families actually reach out to me. And I was their travel nanny, so I would go on vacations with oh, them. I forgot you did for you've lived the freaking life <laughs> i think i just have always had really cool jobs like literally since i turned 16 i've always taken like cool fun jobs i've That's never cool. like had a job where i've been like ah, i hate my job you know um but they're coming out to california and they asked me if i would like to be a live-in nanny for them and i was like you know what i was like as much as i would love to i was like i really don't think i can right now um mm-hmm. But I was like, that would be such a cool opportunity. Like, <laughs> able to go move to a different state with a different family and be like, you know what? I have a mm-hmm. job lined up already. And in my free time, 
And even when I'm working, I would get to just explore with our kids. Like, and we would just get to go do fun stuff. That sounds so fun. And they're homeschooled. So they're, like, always out and about. And the parents value, like, outdoor, like, time, like, hiking and, like, activities like that. They Mm -hmm. value that more than they do, like, the the in-the-classroom experiences. Because they know they're both extremely well-educated themselves. Both of them are doctors. And they know that, like, as long as their kids, like, are hitting those developmental milestones, they would rather them experience the world. Mm-hmm. I love that. I do, too. I feel like that's, yeah. like, that's a very much the, like, kind of philosophy in my head that I hope to have for my kids as well, like, down, way, way down in yeah. the future. But I feel like that's, like, probably the best way. And my mom was kind of similar to that as well. She was always pulling me out of school being like, we're going here, we're going there, we're going to go do this. And like, even to the point where my little sister now does online completely anyway, so that she has full like brains to do whatever she pleases. They do go on trips and stuff like that. But my parents go hiking a lot in general. Like they love Colorado. Mm -hmm. So they spend probably, I want to say it's not quite half and half but they spend like a fourth of the time out there skiing, hiking, out in the hot spring. But. Damn. I aspire to be those parents. Like, I feel like you love the way that New Zealand parents parent because that's exactly how it is. I've seen, I've seen TikToks about the way that New Zealand parents parent, but then also how um, Belgium, I believe. Belgium the ones have you seen the ones or the Danish also they like will leave their babies in their strollers outside no I've seen that yeah that is so cool it's so cool oh that makes me so sad that like we live in a country where absolutely I'd never do that in a million years no absolutely not my baby would go missing like the 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 area that I live in no no I Oh my gosh, no, I don't, I would not trust to do that in nearly any state. Like, absolutely not. No, unless I lived out in the country in the middle of nowhere and was like, this is my backyard, this is my Yup. <laughs> Dude, literally, I, no way. But. Hey, look, you just see TikToks of, like, people trying to kidnap workers at their own job, and you're like, oh, that's down the street from where I live. Interesting. Like I said, you should move to Michigan. It's a little more homey. But I think you're probably right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Kaikoura is like where we're going to be talking about, which is a spot in New Zealand. It's on the west coast of the South Island. And okay. it's like you mix mountains and the ocean. Like, and you have Kaikoura. Like, it is magical. It is like the cutest little town. That sounds so cool. Um, yeah. But the only thing, the thing I fucking hated about Kaikoura, the only thing, like, my only complaint is I got off the bus there, which also, public transport, do you do that a lot? Or I don't, just because the area where I live is not very safe to do so. However, the only form of, like, public transport that I do take on a regular basis is Amtrak trains. I love Amtrak. Um, I actually have points with them. But um, I take the train down from Oklahoma City because it's it's about an hour and a half drive. 
Um, I drive an hour and a half. I drop my car at my sister's house. She takes me to the train station, and then I take the train down to Dallas or Fort Worth, either or, and I go visit my family, and then I just take the train back up because it's walking distance. Mm -hmm. Also, in Texas, whenever I was living down there, this is the one thing that I like about the DFW area, and the only thing that I like about DFW because I can only. I cannot stand driving an hour to and from doctor's appointments, to and from work, to and from anywhere. But they do have trains that are like local trains and they have local state. And so I could ride my bike to the train station that's like two miles away from my parents' house. And then I could hop on a train and I could ride into Dallas or into Fort Worth. So in theory, like I could have taken the train to work. However, I chose not to do so just because like, I was working late hours, but I love being able to take trains. Favorite mode of transportation by far. More than planes. More than planes. Way more than planes. I love trains, but trains are a second to planes for me. Like, I love airplanes. See, I like airplanes too, but I think I just, the reason why I prefer trains is because for me, I don't get to ride the train as much as I do the planes. Like, I love planes, but working in the airline industry, I basically use the plane as a sky bus. Yeah, if that I, I can see it. Like, it, it almost takes, like, the magical factor away since uh, you're constantly in it. Yeah. That's the yeah. that I have, though, about that. Uh-huh. I, uh, I never usually use public transport in the States because I feel like the U.S. has sucky public transport. I I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm actually, but, um, I'm still listening, but I'm moving a extension cord really quick and running oh, like, you're my totally living fine. You're totally fine. But when I travel, I try to like take public transport because like to me it almost makes it feel like I'm more of a traveler. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. That does make sense. And um, I feel like other places probably have better public transportation don't oh they do okay i was like you can let me know if i'm wrong but i was like i feel like i've definitely like read about like europe having better public transportation oh yeah like i feel like all the other continents i mean i can't speak for all of them i don't know about antarctica and i don't know much about africa but i know like the rest have way better public transport than like north america Uh, yeah i think it's probably just because we don't put as much like money toward it as other places do um Mm -hmm. however i think it would be cool if they decided to put more money and funding toward it yeah oh yeah but the one thing i don't like about this area of new zealand is i got off the bus and since you're like right on the sea all you smell was fish like in the air it was just like it's like a fishing town like they're known for especially Crayfish? Crawfish? I think it's crayfish. I'm allergic to crawfish. Is it crawfish? It is crawfish. I think people I think people from different regions say cray and I think some of them say craw. Okay. Because I've okay, also crawdads. Cool. Are crawdads the same? Mm, I don't know. I don't know either. Interesting. I but they're known for something like that. It kind of looks like lobster or like a crab, because I tried it. But we'll get to that. But um, what's weird is when I like was on my way there. 
for the first time ever, there was a bus layover. So they literally like dropped us off in like this one town. I don't know where. And then they're like, okay, see you guys in like a few hours. The next bus would be coming. A bus layover? That sounds. There was a bus layover. Like how you do with a plane. Yes. So I literally, I'm at the station and it was on a Sunday. And I only know it was on a Sunday because the bus driver told us like, hey, like if you guys want to go explore this town, since you have a few hours to kill, you can go put your luggage over at this luggage building. They're only closed on Sundays. And then we're like, what day is it? And we're all like, oh, frick, it's Sundays. So we all just stay with our luggage and our luggage is like heavy. So we're not trying to like walk around the town with our luggage. Yeah. Um, the only thing I did consider on like doing is going wine tasting, but I ended up not doing that because of time and having my luggage. Yeah. Um, but New Zealand's like known for wine tasting. Do you like wine? I actually, I only drink Moscato only because it tastes like apple juice to me. I actually, I'm not a really big drinker. I'm not, I kind of, I don't really drink and I don't smoke anymore. Um, but I kind of was definitely more a thing like I like to smoke weed just because I was always in like the Louisville state. But also I live in Oklahoma and medical cards are very accessible here. And like my uncle is like, he's a, he's, he's a farmer, but he's not a farmer <laughs> in the traditional crop sense. He has 29 marijuana plants and then his wife also has some as well. They have like a greenhouse, like they cultivate it, but it's all legal. It's mm. all, it's all 100% legal. Um, <laughs> but um, so does my, actually my best friend, her family owns like a family farm type thing and they grow crops, but they also grow and then they sell to local dispensaries. That's what they have like relations with. Um, okay. So like they're not the ones that sell it. They're just the ones that grow it. So it's kind of a pretty big thing, especially like as of recent. Oklahoma is trying to pass a recreational bill. Um, and like honestly, I don't know if I'm going to vote for it just because the crime is so high. Um, I think legalizing it would definitely help out with like the smaller criminal pieces of it. However, there's too much of like a drug epidemic happening in the as is, but like I don't. But I would love to go wine tasting at like a local like winery with a like a vineyard type thing. I feel like that would yeah. be very cool. I'm yeah. not the biggest wine drinker, and my dad he is like he loves his red wines. He has, like, we used to have a wine cellar at our house, but now he has, like, two little wine fridges. And, like, he, ha oh. he has bottles in there that have been unopened for over, like, 20 years. And he's like, don't touch them. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna. They're fermenting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, I am also not a big wine drinker. Like, I, I'm a little salty with myself for not trying the wine in New Zealand because it's so like it's like one of the best places in the world to drink wine apparently and i never really tasted it just because i was like well it's super expensive and also i'm not into wine so i feel like it's not worth it i feel like it's worth it to try at least once though especially if you were there like well for going okay. back if you i did try it on the plane okay. if that counts but it was like the f okay on this plane new zealand airlines shout out they gave us free wine. Oh. So 
wine, cheese, and crackers. It was like the snack of the plane. That sounds like a lovely plane to be on. That sounds dude. Yeah, like New Zealand Airlines. They're they're good. That sounds nice. <laughs> you should go work for them. I should wine and cheese and crackers. You know, I would eat too many of the cheese things. Like I yeah, can't. Do okay. Do you guys, like, like, you're not a flight attendant. I forgot. I was going to say, like, do you guys just snack on all those things? But Well, um, okay, as a gate agent, they would give us bags of the snacks. Like, when we would go down to, like, help with, like, the, the cleaning process and then also, like, for, like, pre-boarding, whenever I would have to go give them the paperwork and stuff, the flight yeah. attendants that I've always dealt with have always been extremely nice. I've only had, like, two mean flight attendants. But that was also because like the plane that they that they were going to get on was broke when they got there and they were like mm -hmm. what do you mean you don't have a mechanic at this airport and i was like sir we only have six flights a day i was like we have to get our mechanic from atlanta like he'll be here but it's gonna take him two and a half hours because he has to fly in himself like <laughs> <laughs> but the flight attendants would give us like snacks and drinks like we would go down there and i'd be like can i have the gummies and a pack of gummies? <laughs> you're like please <laughs> give me the gummies man that's so funny I i'd get like an in i'd become like friends with them somehow yeah <laughs> well they would just give us like bags of snacks like we would have trash bags at the front of the plane and they would just start shoving snacks in there and they'd be like here you go and we'd be like thank you <laughs> gems gems of humans and southwest would regularly leave their snacks out on the in the the jet bridge and oh. we borrowed their jet bridge and so sometimes when they would leave their snacks we would like grab a thing of their trail mix every once in a while <laughs> but i love that i'm allergic to gluten and i like recently oh. found this out i did not know while i was working for the airline but I ate so many Biscoff cookies that, like, that's kind of how I started to figure out that I was allergic to gluten. Because I'd be like, well, that's weird. I have hives. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, just casually showing up. Yeah. Dude, that's funny. I love Biscoff um, cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel for you. Gluten, that's a tough one. It, it really is. But the thing is, is like I've always kind of eaten on the healthier side. The only thing that I miss is like legitimate bread. I can't find a good gluten free bread that doesn't either fall apart, like crumble, or mm -hmm. just taste off. Like it just, it's very gritty in your mouth just because they use different types of flour to make it. And like almond yeah. flour specifically still has like little tiny chunks of almond. So I don't like it, but I do like rice flour. And I found out that Red Lobster actually has like gluten-free cheddar biscuits that you can get at Walmart, and they taste exactly like normal. They don't they don't have a weird texture. They don't have a okay. taste. So that's kind of my go-to, is like okay. the gluten-free cheddar biscuits from Red Lobster. <laughs> Damn! Shout out to Red Lobster. Mm -hmm. I mean but I mainly, I go to the farmer's market regularly-ish. Um, not anymore, just because it's winter, so the crops aren't as good in the winter. Um, mm. But I try to buy local as much as possible. But it's cheaper, and it's more sustainable. Um, yeah. So, and it's more fun just to be able to go mm -hmm. around the little farmer's market with my little shopping bag. Like, I honestly oh. prefer that to go into Walmart and Target and 
Dude, me too. I wish we had more like around here because I don't get to really shop local because I don't know of many spots. But like when I'm traveling, I shop local. Like I don't just hit up, you know, like whatever the grocery store is in the country. But like it would be very cool to be able to experience other farmers. That's a big mm-hmm. for me. I've never been to like an actual flea market and I mm-hmm. want to go to one. I feel like it would be so fun. I feel like I would love it. Also, I know that like street vendor food, I would love. That would mm-hmm. that'd be right up my alley. Yeah. So. Yeah. What's your favorite oh. cuisine? Like out of everywhere you've traveled, what has been your favorite? <sighs> Costa Rican. If we're going with like. I gotta choose the country. I say Costa Rica and I love their cuisine. Okay. But like the best thing I've ever tasted while traveling was when I was in New Zealand. Okay. Um, I, it, was, it wasn't really New Zealand food because we went to an Argentinian bar. So it was Argentinian themed, okay. but it was lamb Ooh. and it was stellar. And I, I would have never thought, cause like we don't eat lamb, you know? Yeah. But it was so good. I've had lamb at a um, like Mediterranean place that's local to me. And personally, I don't eat meat unless it's like, I eat chicken every once in a while. And it's not, I'm not like a vegetarian by any means. I just, mm-hmm. I won't cook meat for myself just because it gives me the egg. It, yeah. it just does. Um, but I had like a lamb syrup. Like, you know, spelled with a G. I think they say it like yellow. It looks like I know that. Anyway, but that was really, really good. But I feel like it'd be even better like somewhere a little bit more authentic. That sounds amazing though. Have you yeah to, have you been to Brazil? No. I've never been to South America. Oh my gosh. Um they have these little I have a coworker who's from Brazil. And she makes these little, like, coffees. Like, oh. I don't know if it's, like, actual dough. If it's, like, flour. Um, but it's really, really good. And it's basically, like, a little ball. And it has to be And you pull it apart. And it's, like, really cute. Oh, so good. <sighs> uh, I want to go to South America so bad. Like, I want to go so bad. Like, it's literally top of my list. But I'm saving it for after college as, like, a reward. Like, I graduated. I get to go to South America now. Yeah. Like, I'm dying to go to South America. I feel like that'd be fun. <sighs> I will definitely hop on that trip with you. That sounds <laughs> Okay. Deal. Um, okay, so going with this, I have, like, notes over here. Like, I just to, like, keep me on track yeah. or else I will not stay on track. Um, oh, yeah. So I didn't try the wine. Because, you know, like I said, like, I was like, mm, I don't know if it'll be worth it. Instead, I met this girl that was from New Zealand. She was 14 years old. And she was traveling back home for, like, a holiday or something. Totally alone. Like, and she was traveling to the whole other side of the country. Which, New Zealand's small. But, like... She was doing, I don't know, 12 hours of travel, like, on her own. 14? That's what I'm saying! Like, I I feel like that's crazy because I, like, I was chatting with her, and she was so, like, responsible. She was so, like, just so mature. 
Like, I was shocked when she told me she was 14. And all I could think is, I have a 13-year-old brother, and I would not trust him to leave the state on his own. Well, I think it's also a gap between... My thing, whenever I was younger, I guess I understand from the parents' perspective, if it's, like, within the same country, sure. But uh, whenever I was, like, eight or nine, that's when I first started traveling alone. Um, And my parents would be like, okay... But also, I flew very regularly as a kid with my parents. Really? Yes. So they would drop me off at the airport, and I would almost always have a layover. I never did the unaccompanied mind program, just because my mom was like, I'm not paying extra to have you guys be babysat by them. Like, they have better things to do with their time. Which, honestly, I would probably put my kid in the unaccompanied minor program just to make sure that no one can mess with your kid on the airplane. Um because, like, if you're in the unaccompanied minor program, they'll seat you toward the back of the plane near where the flight attendants are. They let you pre-board. Like, that was, oh. like, the flight attendant to make sure that there's a creepy trying to talk to you. No one's bothered. Okay. You know, they give you extra snacks, too. Um, oh. But I would fly regularly to not only to Florida by myself. Um, I would fly out to New Jersey. Like, I would fly into New York, but really my it was always i was always being met by someone at the airport it was never like hey i have to then like take a bus to where yeah. i were. but i started traveling alone at like eight or nine years old but also i was a very mature child just because of the way that my childhood was like my brother mm. was extremely irresponsible with me whenever i yeah. care so I kind of had to step up and take care of my younger siblings. So that led to me being extremely mature at a younger age. However, mm-hmm. my little brother, complete opposite. He's 18 years old right now. Well, actually, he turns 18 on the 8th. Um, I would not mm-hmm. let him fly anywhere by himself because I'd be like, he doesn't even know how to get from gate A to gate B. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I guess it does depend on the person, like 100%. Because, like, she was, like confident and fine with like traveling and she was like yeah like I'm just going to the other side of the country and I was like you're 14 like I did not start traveling alone until I had a license you know until I was like 16 17 somewhere in there but um I guess yeah it totally does depend because I don't know but I ended up hanging out with her for a bit just just chatting with her she was super cool um, I think I still have the girl on Snapchat because she was like, an American, can I add you on Snapchat? And I was like, <laughs> sure. So, um, but she introduced me to this bakery called Copeland's and I'm like chatting this thing up because like, this is like one of the best bakeries I've ever been to in my life. It was so good. I love a good bakery. What did they, I did too. What did they specifically, <laughs> like, what, were there any things that like stick out? Okay. Yes. Um, they had these things. My favorite thing that they had was called ginger kisses. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, these like soft ginger cookies with like a frosting in the middle, almost like an Oreo, but like they're soft, like a cupcake. Okay. I don't know. I was obsessed. Like after she introduced me to this place, I hid it in every town that there was a Copeland's. And it was my like breakfast, lunch, dinner. Ugh. Like I literally was like. So it's like a chain. Yes! It's like, it wasn't just like a, oh yeah, it was a chain, but like, probably a local, it was like Walmart, you know? Okay. 
there's almost like a almost like Dunkin' Donut type of vibe, but like not that. That's even more mainstream than Copeland's was. We have, I don't know. We have a bakery that's local to the Tulsa area. I don't know if they've expanded it, but we have one called Merritt's Bakery, and there's like oh. there's one. There's one not even five minutes away from me, but they have them almost everywhere in Tulsa. And it's like, it's very mm-hmm. me. It's just a normal bakery. Like they do, ba- they do like cakes and stuff like that as well. Um, but that's kind of what I'm kind of picturing just because I've never really been to any other, like, I've been to any, I've been to like local bakeries where it's like, there's just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for like, as far as chains go, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe franchise is a better yeah. word. Instead of a chain franchise. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, Have you ever been backpacking? I have not. It's on my list. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. And I don't even know why. Because it's miserable like 90% of the time. So my thing is that I'm a chronic. Like. Like always. And I always have been. Even whenever I was like a kid. And I'd go to camp. I would bring like my big suitcase and I'd have my backpack and then I'd have my duffel bag and I'd be like, you're staying for a week. And I know now, like I understand the concept of like capsule wardrobe, like even within my own closet, that is my closet. This little clothing rack, that is all I have. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I've definitely downsized. However, it's because the majority, it's because I don't have room quite honestly. Um, But working for the airline, I got really good about packing just basics and then also only having one long sleeve layer, one long pant layer, one short shorts thing, like one t-shirt and then lots of little tank tops, lots of like Mm -hmm. little items like thin. Yeah. So I feel like it would be something that I'd be willing to train now. However, like two years ago, no. That would not have been, like, I wouldn't have been able to. See, I am the polar opposite. Like, minimalism, like, excites me. Like, when I went to Mexico and I just lived out of a carry-on for 10 days, I was, like, I love life. This is awesome. Like, it just feels so freeing to me that, like, just living out of a bag. But I go shopping, too. Like, especially when I'm visiting other places, I'm like, ooh, my little sister would like this. Oh, my mom is like this. Oh, I like this. <laughs> like, I. Yeah, no, I have to have the mentality while I'm shopping, especially abroad, because I don't have much room. I'm like, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Like, if I'm not absolutely like, I need this, I'm like, no, don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I typically, if I find something while I'm traveling and I like Google it, and if I can find it online, most of the time I can find it online for cheaper. Um, but if I find it online or something similar i just leave it and then i'm like you can order it later but sit on Mm -hmm. if you really later because my thing is is if i see something while i'm traveling my mind is that oh my god i don't know when i'm going to be back to this place i don't know if i'm ever going to be back to this place Mm -hmm. get it while while it's here yeah and then i think that's where it's really yeah. way too many items um i have had to buy a suitcase before like while i was on a trip just because i oh. bought i've always been curious about like why retailers sell 
suitcases in areas, but I guess that does make sense if you're, like, they sell getting a bunch of souvenirs. But also, Southwest <laughs> will sell you one of their duffel bags. I have so many Southwest duffel bags. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but they'll sell you a, a duffel bag at check-in. If you, like, if your bag is overweight, just buy a new bag. <laughs> Damn. It's bad. Like, <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I, I also wait, travel with collapsible backpacks and collapsible duffel bags. Yes, the me little too. ones that are like the yes. little pouches. Mm -hmm. Those things are lifesavers. Like, like, yeah, whenever you're like, oh, I need a backpack, but I don't want to clean out my backpack backpack. You just yeah. grab the little collapse and mm -hmm. you throw everything, your water bottle, your wallet, your yep. keys, whatever you yeah. throw it in there you're good to go no that thing is a literal lifesaver mine broke this summer but i had a blue one and it lasted me like all summer i would just throw in like my day like important stuff and then be off for the day because like my bags together like my carry-on and my check bag were 70 pounds like when you combined them so like i'm not trying to like walk around with 70 pounds on around town like absolutely not i'm gonna die like, and then you have to like be like okay is my luggage gonna be safe like if i set it yeah. get, like you you can't yeah. just set it down for it yeah i don't know you definitely have to have like a certain level of trust but i try to like pack all my valuables on my day pack because i'm like if they're gonna steal anything like if they're gonna steal my check bag all they're gaining is a bunch yep. of clothes and bathroom necessities you know and that's it <laughs> so what are they really gaining i try not to travel with anything that can't be replaced um i also don't bring like i bring my wallet with me everywhere but if i ever need like i don't typically bring my laptop just because i feel like you can do almost anything from your phone anyway but if i really need mm -hmm. to borrow a computer I typically am traveling with someone or somewhere where I can access someone else's laptop or like I can go to like a local library or something like that. Mm -hmm. oh. ghost do you see what one second <laughs> my door just opened on its own I think it was oh. a ghost <laughs> there's spirits among us no, I'm just kidding. Um, speaking of, that's actually funny, like, because the story actually kind of has to do with a ghost eventually. But okay, so when I got to Kaikoura, I got to my hostel, and I had to carry my 70 pounds of luggage to this hostel. Like, I'm absolutely dead. And I get there, I set down all my stuff, and I'm like, ah, you have a room available. <laughs> and the lady was like, oh my gosh, like, are you a backpacker? Because it was New Zealand's winter time. And so, like, I'd say a good 90% of the hostels I went to, I was the only guest at the hostel. Like, yeah, I had, like, complete hostels to myself. So she's like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like, right now we just have, like, pretty much our all-year-round people that are, like, workers. So she's like, I think we can upgrade you to, like, a private room if you want for the same price of as a dorm because you're the only one yeah. staying here. And I was like, oh, sick. So she makes a few calls and she upgraded me to like the private room. And I was like, sick, like I get this hostel to myself. I have a few days to spend in Kaikoura, like this beautiful town. 
and like I got just upgraded so I go upstairs and I set all my stuff down and I use the bathroom really fast and <laughs> I think okay I don't want to get this wrong oh somehow the toilet was broken that's what I thought so I'm like bro like they just put me in this room like what's going on so then I went downstairs and before I can even like speak she's like Oh, we're gonna need your credit card also, just in case like anything breaks while you're here, or just in case like you're you're having issues or I don't know. And I'm like, okay, but before you get my information, like the room you just put me in has like a problem with like the yeah. bathroom. And she was like, oh my gosh, crazy, huh? But like she wasn't like. Like, I thought, I thought, I don't, like, want to, like, assume the worst, but I feel like she might have purposely put me in there to see if, like, she could charge for me. For it? Which is, I don't know. Did she I end don't up know. fixing it, um, or did she end up charging it to you? But no. Well, since I mentioned it before she took my credit card information, she just swapped me uh -huh. rooms. And she was like, ha ha, our bad. And I was like, okay, like... <laughs> So I literally, as soon as I went to like the new room, I like did a whole look around. I'm like, is anything in here broken before I go and give them my credit card information? Oh. So luckily Good. nothing was. Um, but, uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Good. Um, I'm like reading these. So the next day I go out and I explore Kaikoura and it was i feel like you just love this town because i love this town i have to like, look up photos because i don't want to like exit out to go look at photos i'm gonna have to look later it is just like the cutest town like you have the mountains you have the sea you have like small businesses like i uh i explored a bunch of like cute little shops i went into like this one that was like i was just shop hopping so i was going like from yeah. shop to shop just for shits and kicks and I went into this one and it ended up being like a baby shop. And I was like, well, I'm already in here. I'll just look around. I don't, I don't have a baby, but <laughs> so I'm looking around and there was like this little like knitted octopus that was like little and it was so cute. And I was like, I could put that up in my car. It'd be so cute. And so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to buy it. So I go up and I buy it and the lady's kind of looking at me and she's like, hmm, like, is she pregnant uh -huh. or something? Like, I don't know. And so, my awkward-ass self, I was like, ha, sister's pregnant, you know, crazy. Like, <laughs> I'm go I'm coming home, she has a baby shower, yeah. all this shit. My sister's not pregnant. She has no kids. I, like, made this whenever up. Whenever I'm traveling, it's so fun to lie to strangers. When whenever you're like, just okay, because, yeah. like, it, it just is. And you're like, how are you going to fast track it? <laughs> I mean, true, like, I literally walked out of that shop and I was like, why did I just say that? Like, that, that didn't, that was so unnecessary. It did not need to be said. Like, I don't know. Um, the one thing that I had to do that brought me to Kaikoura is they're known for their kayaking there because apparently they have, like, insane wildlife around Kaikoura. Um, that you can, like, see in the water, like, seals and whales, and so I was like, ah, oh, I want to, like, definitely hit that. So, my next day in Kaikoura, I, like, found the kayaking place, and I had to, like, wait for it to open, so I just, like, turned on my Spotify, and I was, like, kind of just jamming out to music while I was waiting for time to pass, and I, like, 
I had my headphones in, so I was just kind of, like, in the zone, like, listening to music. And the girl, like, walked up behind me. And, man, I don't know. I feel like there's just, like, a bunch of awkward stories. Because she just, like, walked up behind me, and she was like, Oh, sorry to scare you, but, like, hi, like, we're opening now. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And, um, have you ever seen, like, okay, have you ever, what's the coolest wildlife you've ever seen the in the wild? The coolest wildlife, honestly, my favorite is probably manatees. Um, I love manatees. And I love my manatees family too. lives out in Florida, so I've also been on a paddle board whenever I've had an entire group of stingrays, like a family of them, go underneath me. And they went in and out like this. And they went underneath the paddleboard and then they spread out. And I was like, you better not fall off. I was like, do not fall off with this paddleboard, Lauren. So I was like, stay. And so I ended up like getting on my knees because I was like, I'm not about to fall off. Uh, but it was really cool. But also I've like gone clear, like clear bottom kayaking. I've done that with me. There were also alligators, but I was like, mm, we're not going to fall in. But the manatees are, like, my favorite because they're, like, little sea cows. They're so cute. And, like, they're very uh -huh. friendly. And they'll, like, you're technically not supposed to go into the water. There's this one specific spring near where my family lives that I, I disappear every time I'm in Florida with my family. I'll, like, just take one of their cars or I take one of the motorcycles. And I'm, like, you know what? I'm just mm -hmm. going to go out and I'll go to the state park. And I will sit there for hours staring at the wildlife. Um, but the manatees are my favorite. Mm. And they'll even approach tourists in the water. You're not supposed to get in the water if you see them already there. However, if they approach you, there's a really nothing you can do about it other than, like, you try to keep the distance. But if they come up to you, sometimes they want you to pet them. So it's very cool that. to go look at that. But that's the coolest wildlife that I have seen. See, I feel like I have bad luck with that because I did the kayaking in Kaikoura. And it's on my bucket list to do, like, pretty much what you just said. Like, you've checked that off already. Like, be on a paddleboard or a kayak and have, like, cool wildlife yeah. like, among you. Like, that's definitely on my bucket list. So I was planning on checking that off by doing this, like, kayaking yeah. experience. But unfortunately, like, nothing came out for us. Like, it was a beautiful morning, you know, getting to see yeah. the mountains and, like, being all bundled up. But, like... Not a single whale, not a single seal, not like oh. nothing. <laughs> we also, I go out to Destin, Florida a lot. And like, that's where I saw the, that's where I saw the St. Rice. Uh, but we go to Crab Island and like, there will be little like, you can see hammerheads, like, but you can also see like whales kind of like flip over when you're on the boat going out into the ocean and that's kind of cool um but honestly i think watching the animals from my cruise that's probably where i saw like the most amount of activity because i was in a little porthole room so i had like a little like it wasn't a porthole there's like a big window thing where you could sit in the window like it was big enough for me to sit in it but I would just sit there and I'd like lean my face up on the glass and I would just be like, is that an animal? Like, and I would be like bothering James the entire time and I'd be like, look at that, look at that. And like, it was cool because you could see the like whales would flip over kind of and like, it would just, and, uh, which was cool. But like, 
Dude, I think it'd be cool. really cool, like, had you been able to see something up close and personal from a kayak, like, out there. That would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think, ugh, I'm just, like, a wildlife fanatic person. Like, I literally am, like, like, over here, I have a whole bunch of Nat Geo books that I'm just, like, nerding out because that's... Would you ever want to go to, like, would you ever want to go on any of the little ones? Excursions like the ones where you get to like go see penguins like up and personal. Like, wait, the ones? Oh my gosh, yes. I want to like, I want to just do anything with wildlife. Like, I, I'm really salty with myself because when I was in Dunedin, New Zealand, which is like south, more south than Kaikoura, they have yellow-eyed oh. penguins, and I never got to see them. And it, it's literally they're like the ones from oh. Surf's Up. So I'm literally like so salty with myself because it's on my bucket list to like photograph them so cool. and I never got to see them. And I'm like, I really want to go on a safari. I like not the not Me a too. hunting safari. I don't want to go on a hunting safari. No. Absolutely no. not. But I want to go on a safari and like I want to be able to see them like up close and that'd be so cool me too the only thing is, is i think i'm a little bit scared of like a rhino trying to charge or, like something like that like not like, kind of stuff but i still think it'd be cool and like if you're in a car like, I, I guess you can go faster yeah <laughs> i saw this video of do you know what a, i think it's called a taper t-a-p-i-r I, I know that's how you spell it but i don't know if that's how you pronounce it um, it's in Africa, and it's, like, this animal that has, like, a super long nose, and then, like, a pig snout. I don't know. I saw a video, and I was like, that's now on my bucket list. Like, I want to see one of those things in real that life. That sounds interesting. Yeah. The one cool thing I got to do, though, like, since I didn't get to see, like, the whales, unfortunately, I, uh, I got back to the, like, kayaking place, and I was like, so, like, what do you guys recommend to do in the area? Like, I have one more day left. And they're like, oh, if you have one day, you gotta do the seal walk. They're like, there's this walk where you can see, like, a bunch of, like, seals in the wild. And you're, like, guaranteed to see them, especially this time of year. And so I was like, eh, why not? Like, I have no plans. So I went on this hike, and it ended up being, like, one of the coolest hikes of my life. Like, I got, like, within probably a foot of a seal. Like, like and I saw, like, hundreds of them. And it was like super magical, but then there's like this one section of the hike where like, I, I saw like, <laughs> sorry, my roommates are like yelling, they're obnoxious, but, um, I saw like, oh, okay, how do I put this in the, I saw like a bunch of seals in an area and I was like, okay, I'm going to go up and I'm going to like see how yeah. close I can get. So I kind of like, but I didn't want to like invade yeah. their space. So I was like staying along the trail and then they, I could just see like how terrified they were getting with how I was, but I had to stay on the trail. Like I couldn't, I don't know how to explain this. Like if I would have went off the trail, I would have got more in their space because they were also mm -hmm. off the trail. So I was like, guys, like I got to keep walking. I can't walk back. Like I'm already like two thirds of the way this way. Like I don't want to turn around, but like they were like, they were like screaming. <laughs> because they were so scared. And I I had this moment where I just like, it was like a realization of like, why do we do this as humans? You know, like, why do we feel the need to have to invade 
every natural space. I you do. know what I'm saying? Like, not to, like, counter, counterdict what you're Especially if saying. they're, like, scared of us. Like, they're terrified. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a different story if they're, like, if there's an overly friendly one that, like, I guess, like, no, I, no. I feel like there's, like, a point where if they're around it so much, they become, where it becomes uh-huh. normalized to them. But then again, how how normal and safe is it for them that it then becomes normal? Exactly. Because if they get exactly. to a point where they become dependent upon humans being around, does that make them more of a prey for their predator later on? Because they are now no longer mm-hmm. scared of what should be one of their number one predators, humans. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, not us, obviously, but there are plenty of, like, poachers and hunters that kill for game, not for mm-hmm. not for food, but for fun. And like that yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit where the lines blur. Because it's very cool and we have to we have to be able to go up like in person just to be able to like research them and stuff like that. But does it hurt mm-hmm. them or does it help them like long run? Exactly. Like, just like how you're not supposed to feed wildlife, because if you do, then they're going to become dependent on it, you know? (laughs) My roommates are very obnoxious, especially since this mouse thing. (laughs) They're all freaking out. I bet. I'd be freaking out, too. (laughs) Yeah? I mean, I'm not taking care of it. I'm like, I haven't put out a trap, but like... I, I mean, hey, I it's that. why I have two cats. <laughs> Honestly, though, yeah, like, like I said, like we have a family cat, and she's still a gem at like getting mice, like in my and out cat, of the house. He's never brought us a mice, like at my parents' house. Mine are fully indoor. They, because they're mm-hmm. so little. I also they're only crated right now because they're annoying, um, and because they're little. Yeah, but. Once they're, like, fully grown and once they know how to behave, they broke not only my ring dish yesterday, they also broke a jewelry bowl and then a cup. So they're going to be created for while we record just because, like, I don't want them breaking or messing up anything while, like, we're doing this just because I can't be running around, like, being like, don't do that, don't do that. Um, But my cat Mm -hmm. at my mom's house is very good at like catching lizards and because my mom has little lizards in her backyard they don't come in the house on their own okay they just don't but he'll bring little lizards about this big and he'll catch them in his mouth and he'll bring them in and it's like a little present like he thinks it's a present and so he'll bring it in the house he'll drop it in the middle of the kitchen in front of my mom or in front of me and then the lizard's still alive. He doesn't ever hurt them. He doesn't, like, try to eat them. Still alive, the lizard will then try to run away and to escape. And then we'll have lizards running around the house because he brings them inside. Okay, I honestly love that, though. Like, I love lizards. I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm so, like, jealous of areas that have them. The only thing is, is, like, I don't think you would love it after you find a lizard on a sticky bra right before you're about to go out for the night and you need your sticky bra. And you're like, I can't wear that anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I get that. Like, I feel like I just love them because Michigan yeah. doesn't have them. So I think, like, when I go to, like, Florida and there's, like, little anoles jumping around and, like, iguanas, I'm like, 
the only thing that, the only problem I have with the iguanas in Florida is like the big ones that look like little Komodo dragons. Those they are scary. When you walk outside and you're not expecting it, and one is just hanging in front of you in a tree, like and they have claws, like they can they can do some damage too. Oh yeah. But they're friendly. They're vegetarians, they are, bro. But they're just kind of scary. And they remind me of dinosaurs. <laughs> I, mean, I love yeah. it, though. <laughs> like, if we could still have, like, Planosaurus, I would be like, you know, I would be okay bet. with some dinosaurs. Like, especially, like, pterodactyls. I feel like that'd be so cool. I don't know about that. I'd be cool with, like, the giant ones with long necks. I can't think. Is it... I don't remember the name of them. I don't know I don't my dinosaurs either. that well. But, um, okay, question. What is, okay. and you have to answer it, your my guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure? Yeah, like something that you're just like, you don't like to even say you, you enjoy to do um, it, but you definitely do. I, I sneak grilled cheese sandwiches, even though I'm fully allergic to gluten and dairy. <laughs> Are you trying uh, to kill yourself? Is that your guilty pleasure? You're like, I'm gonna see how close I can get to death without not I'm like, I dying. haven't like, I take Benadryl. I take Zyrtec. I take Benadryl <laughs> and Zyrtec. You're just building I up the it. immune system. But that is probably my number one main. Dude, it's so bad. So and my mom is like, you haven't eaten any gluten this week, right? And I'm like, absolutely not, Teresa. Why would I do that? <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Mine, I hate to say it, but good old karaoke. I love, I love karaoke. karaoke. Like, especially. Really? Okay, that makes me feel so much better. Like, and I'm not talking like you're drunk with your friends. No, like, sure, I love it's that. Fun sober. But, like, I'm talking like you're belting. So, I play. Um... <laughs> I also play, like, the Wii still a lot, but my favorite thing to play on the Wii, I know it's kind of boring, but I like it, is I like to fly around on the little plane thing on the Wii, that's it. But I also play Jump Dance, like, just for fun to be still. <laughs> I love that. See, I'm not much of a dancer. I wish I was. Like, I'm, if I have, like, like, okay, I don't want to, like, board it like I'm that. not a think good about a dancer, way to but I like to play Just Dance. As you say, like, I'm really attracted to especially girls that can dance. That's, like, girls that can dance, I'm, like, my heart just comes out of my I chest. Wish, and I'm, like, you can I have it. I wish I knew how to, like, but, like, dance. <laughs> no, me neither. I can't dance, though. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so attracted to it. It's, like, I envy it a bit. I'm, like, yeah. that's so Maybe, cool. Maybe, like, subconsciously I play just dance to try and teach me how to dance. However, their dance moves are kind of weird sometimes. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I feel dumb when I do just dance. I'm like, like I feel like I look so awful. And like some of the dances are embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, yeah, they're made for like thirteen-year-olds though. So I mean, but also some of them are like, like I don't know. They have some of them. You have to like get low. Like you have to shake your butt a little bit. Like, yeah, but really? for like eight-year-olds that are playing the game, I don't know. Well, have you seen like eight-year-old yes, TikTokers though? Like. like how do they That's move like scary. that? 
Yeah, I, I almost, it just makes me like cringe because I'm like thinking about when I was like in middle school and I'm like, bruh, looking at middle schoolers now, well, how do they look like that? I mean, like, I had braces. In a way, I'm like, <laughs> wait, y'all don't have an ugly face? You just get to skip that shit? Yeah, dude, I'm like envious. I'm like, bruh, I had a whole ass ratchet stage, like where you were like, I don't want it. I, I don't want to see just, that. I don't know. Oh. Uh, I don't like looking at old photos of myself yeah. because it makes me like, Bleh. you know, like you ever get that like feeling ah. in your stomach when you're like looking at old photos and you're like, I don't want to see that. Well, I had to come with to terms like I've learned with that. Like if you cringe, like sure you can cringe on the inside, but if you cringe on the outside, it just shows others that like, oh, like you're kind of like insecure of that person that you used to be. So I've learned to kind of just own it and make jokes at poor 13-year-old Brooke. Like, I'm like, if I don't joke about it, then someone else will. So Honestly, I just choose to not my acknowledge. Mental. I'm like... <laughs> she doesn't exist. No, I she? still live. I, I live in my hometown now. Like, I moved back to my hometown. And every time I'm walking through the grocery store, even, even the liquor store... Bro. The liquor store. There's this one guy who used to work at my aftercare whenever I was like in elementary school. And he might me. And uh, but he was like, You're Lauren. He was like, This ain't Lauren. And I was like, Woo! I was like, How did you know? How did you recognize me? You're like, you're not supposed to know me. You're supposed to be like, who that girl? Like, she knew? Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. I saw my I old, that. um, my, like, I don't know if it was my first grade teacher or my second grade teacher. I remember her name, though. Her name was Miss Blackbird. But I saw her walking down the street while I was on my way to work because I worked downtown. I also lived downtown. So my drive is only like yeah. five minutes. But I saw her walking with her family and, like, her kids. I remember when they were born because like she was pregnant with the older one whenever I was in her class and then I like worked at that school as a camp counselor for a little while uh and so I still knew her oh yeah but I saw her walking with her family the other day and I feel like teenagers now or like they're like middle school age ish I guess but I was like oh my god I was like that is my old teacher I was like that's crazy I don't know. I think I'm ready to get out of my hometown, though, just because I don't like seeing people that I know. Dude, I stayed in mine a year after I graduated, and then I have not been back since. Like, I'm just like, nope. That town is so small. I graduated with, like, 54. Like, I can't do it. I cannot do the small town vibes. Tulsa isn't even a small town. It's actually the second largest city in Oklahoma. However, it still Mm -hmm. feels very small town and it's like yeah it's crazy i, I don't i don't love it <laughs> but also there's only yeah. so many different areas um, that you can go shopping so everyone hangs out in the same areas exactly like i know at least in my hometown you cannot go to like walmart or meyer without like running into someone that you know like at least like i'd say at least three people yeah. you're gonna run into that you know um have you ever been somewhere and 
okay, how do I word this? Like, you've been somewhere, let's say you go camping, and you realize that something is a luxury in a sense that you normally never looked at that way. Like, like I have, like, a list on my phone that's literally, like, titled things that are a luxury in different countries. I know one like, specifically from my that, apartment that I can share. Uh, I don't have okay. central heating or central air conditioning. Yeah. Boom. Okay, and that's a good one. My uh we have a gas heater. It you turn it on and it's like a little flame. However, it's in the mm-hmm. what is supposed to be the dining room, but we use it as the living room. So it heats everything up until mm-hmm. the hallway where the bathroom is, and then my bedroom is at the end of the hallway. <laughs> so oh, I've got no. one, two Three. I have three space heaters in here. I have a, I have a fourth one in my car. Um, however, my outlets aren't working right now. So it's like I pulled in here. Um, so central heating and air conditioning is a luxury luxury now. And I've told myself I will never I live that. without one after this. But also a dish brush. Whenever I'm camping, if I forget a dish brush, my life is over. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to eat. I'm like, I'm going to go all the way out to the nearest gas station and I'm going to get myself a little like cheese stick and that's it. Maybe some apples. Like, <laughs> Going to live off the things that don't need any dishes. Dude, that's so Dish funny. Huh? I'm a sponge girl. Like, I I like a good sponge. Like, I, I'm not yeah, so much a dish I, brush. I like sponges, too. The only thing is, is that, like, in my mind, I, like, can't get over the fact that they harbor bacteria. So I use zero scrubbies, which is, like, thin, probably, like, thinner than my hand is, but it's about the size of my hand. It's a little, mm-hmm. a little scrubby thingy, and they're typically multicolored and, like, it's really thin and they don't harbor bacteria at all and you can throw it in like your um if you have a dishwasher i don't have a dishwasher but if you have one you mm-hmm. can throw it in the dishwasher and it'll sanitize it as well uh, but i like those just because mm-hmm. i don't like the way that sponges like hold bacteria but i'm more of a dish brush girl myself just because i have like a fruit and mm-hmm. veggie brush and then a dish brush so like I don't know. I also scrub yeah. my produce like there's no tomorrow, especially because I buy it local. And, like, I don't know. Especially because mm-hmm. my family farms themselves. And so I'm like, I know that there were bugs all over this whenever y'all picked it. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm trying to think oh. of other little luxuries. What are some of yours from your list? Well, when I was in Kaikoura, something I realized, and even in all of New Zealand, pretty much, um, this is going to sound weird, but, okay, the hostel dryers sucked. Even if you sent your stuff through three times, your stuff is not coming out dry. I don't know what was wrong with them, because it happened in multiple towns, but, like, that's something I realized, because it made our clothes, like, mildewy, because... They weren't, like, we only had so many days in a certain town, so if we did, like, laundry, then we'd have to, like, send it through the dryer and hang it up, and sometimes it still was, like, damp, but then I'd have to just load it all back in my bag so because I had to go on to, like, the next weird, town. But I actually prefer pink to my clothes, and I have, yes, 
Really? So down in Florida, we do it all the time just because you know when the afternoon showers are because it rains almost mm-hmm. the same time every day. And it's like a quick little burst of like rain and then it gets sunny again. Uh, however, my Nona had like a, a close like her house and my aunt and uncle's house and my cousin's house, all, all three of them are next to each other and the backyards are combined. So there's like one big fence that touches each of the houses to keep the dogs in the backyard um mm-hmm. but the backyard is all three of their backyards combined and so they have one really long clothesline that goes from one end of one of the houses all the way to the other end of the houses yeah um, oh wow and they also will like dry <laughs> pasta on it sometimes during like uh, in the summer they will just to let it like they make pasta by hand so they dry it out like that they also have clotheslines in their garage. My Nona does in her garage because her car stays in the driveway. Um, she has a motorcycle oh, yeah, in the garage, cool. but like she doesn't ride it because she's older. Um, but she does keep that there. Mm-hmm. She uses her pot, her garage as a pasta room, basically. Uh, but because I got so used to drying my clothes like on a clothesline, I prefer it. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. the only way that it truly gets, like, dry, dry. Because I've noticed even whenever I go, I don't have a washer and dryer in my apartment either. Again, my apartment's 100 years old. Um, so I don't have anywhere <laughs> for that. There's no washer dryer hookups. We have a little laundry room, but I consider mm-hmm. it the murder room. It's in a basement. It's a little bit scary. People have slept in there before. I'm, I'm just scared to go down there alone. So I do my laundry at I do yeah, my like laundry at Hannah's thing. apartment. Her dryer will take two to three cycles to wash my, like, or not wash, but to dry my, like, sweatshirts and my sweatpants because they're thick. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I think I just prefer hang drying. But I have a clothing rack that my mom got me for Christmas from Ikea. And it's sitting at my mom's house because I didn't have enough room in my car to bring it up because I was riding me, my aunt, my uncle, and my birth mom. And so there was just no room in the car. And a dog. We also had my birth mom's dog. Um, so there was no room to put mm-hmm. it in the back seat of the car. But whenever I move again, I will definitely be putting my little clothing rack on my balcony. And I will be hang drying my clothes. Just because it's my preferred way. Yeah. See, and I think that's awesome. Like, my grandma's always done that. And I think mm-hmm. it's like, it definitely works. And is great. Mm-hmm. And it's more eco-friendly. But the problem with doing that in New Zealand yeah. is it was winter time. So there was like uh-huh. snow coming down on our stuff. It was also like rainy. And it was just, it made our clothes yeah. just awful. Like, just, ugh. But I think it is awesome. Like, I think if I had my own place and I lived in like a tropical yeah. area where it was like warmer, it would you definitely can't be something do it that I as could much get in Oklahoma because when I go camping, if I have like wet swimsuits or wet towels, I bring clothing lines with me to camp, but I've noticed in Oklahoma specifically, mm-hmm. it gets like dingy on a clothing rack, and it's like, ee. like you don't you don't want to use anything ee. that you've been leaving out to dry. So it makes sense <laughs> as to why, like in different climates, you can do it, but in others you can't. But that would be kind of annoying to have to like mm-hmm. re-dry it multiple, multiple times. I've noticed also yeah. with the laundromat, there's a couple that I go to if I really need to, just because I try to do all of my laundry at, like, a friend or family's house, if I can, 
but there's yeah. this one laundromat near me and half of the dryers don't work ever and you have to stick your hand inside of the dryer to like feel if it's warm or not and if it's warm that means it's working because someone obviously said they're for you but like I'll go around and I'll like feel the dryers yeah. before I stick my clothes in them because I've spent an entire day one day I just kept putting coins in the same machine before I even realized oh it's just straight up throwing my clothes in a circle I was like it's not doing anything see I feel like that's what they were doing in New Zealand because like I feel like they were not like you could get your clothes and they were so damp and it was like bruh like not trying mm-hmm. to have mold on my stuff um okay so I have one more story left and this is like the grand finale of Kaikoura so like I said they're known for crayfish um and I was told by, like, all the locals, they're like, bro, you gotta try the crayfish before you leave. And, like, I've always been iffy about seafood, so I was kind of like, mm, do I really want to do it? But they were like, like, it's a must. So I went to this little joint. Um, it was supposed to be the best spot to get crayfish in Kaikoura, but it was, like, this little, like, it was really cute. It was, like, a little, like, um, like a food truck almost. So I went up to it, got the crayfish. It was $30, which not bad. Um, but they ended up charging me twice on accident and I never got a refund. So it was a $60 meal and I was like, tear. I was like, aw. <laughs> but uh, it was good. Like I want to get it again. I think lobster's I better. I am allergic I think to shellfish. So I just steer away from anything. Anything seafood, oh. I just don't mess with. I'll do like fish sticks. <laughs> That's it. You see, like, oh, see, I don't do fish. Like, I do seafood, but like, I'm very picky it, about it. Tastes fish. too fishy. Like, I don't know, I'm like... talking when I say fish sticks, I mean like the frozen mm-hmm. kind that you stick in the air fryer or in the oven, and then it tastes yeah. like chicken. And like, it mm-hmm. has to have the texture of tater tots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that concerns me. <laughs> you just so you what you're saying I is you so. just like the bread. I think so. Like... <laughs> I, I just like the crunchy outside part, and I I have to like dip it in ketchup or in like um what's the other one? Yeah. The one that you specifically put with fish. Yeah, I've been making myself like I've been forcing myself to like salmon recently. Like I used to hate salmon. And now I'm, like, putting all this, like, shit yeah. on it to make it not taste like salmon because it's so good for you. And I want to try eating salmon. Well. I need to start cooking that. meat. I need to get over my, like, weird aversion to meat. However, it just, I don't like cooking it raw. I don't like the smell of it. I don't like how squishy and slimy it is, like, mm. pre-cooked. But I don't know. I think I would like it. I like hush puppies. I mean, yeah, Kaikoura, you should visit. If you hit New Zealand, I feel like it's like a, in my opinion, it's a must-hit town because it what was my favorite town What are other places that are on your must-hit list? Um, yes. For New Zealand? Um, okay. Um, okay, I think Queenstown. Uh, Milford Sound. Um, Franz Joseph, uh, Taranaki. Taranaki is like this uh spot on 
the North Island, and it's just like, it's little and you wouldn't think to visit it, but there's like this hike that you can do where you're like rock climbing and like, you, I don't know, you get like a view over the whole town and the town is just stunning. Like it's beaches, it's mountains. Like if I could pick up that town and just move it closer, uh, I would move to it. Would you ever consider moving abroad? Um, oh, 100%. Like that's, I don't think I'm going to settle down fair. in the States. That's fair enough. Yeah. I've, yeah. like, looked into other places, yeah. and I'm like, I think I need to definitely visit before I decide if I'm going to pick up a move. However, my dad has land out in Italy, mm-hmm. um, and he just sold off a section of it. But I was like, whenever I first graduated mm-hmm. high school, I was like, okay, this is right after started, and then everyone was like, okay, things will be back to normal within a month or two. People were wrong. But um, I mm-hmm. was definitely looking to visit it. And it's like, okay, if I were to like go get like a student visa and go to school out there, not only cheaper to live over there, it's cheaper yeah. to go to school over there. Like, yeah, the way of life is just so mm-hmm. much more different than the American life. Because um, in America, it's very much work, 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 work until you're dead. And like in other yeah. places, it's kind of more of like mm-hmm. a slow, enjoy life, like that kind of aspect and I think I really like that I also really like how the French live because like they like things a lot more slow like whenever as you say I could whenever I was working at the airport I actually there was a bag that got stuck at CDG Charles de Gaulle which is in France um that airport I would try to call them for like over two or three weeks and ev- I would call them at every single time of day. I would try them at, at their morning time. I would try them in their evening. I would try to get a hold of these people constantly. And I finally ended up reaching out to like the airline itself, like the like the main help support system for staff, and was like, "Listen, this lady needs her bag." But I was like, "I can't." I was like, "I can't do anything about it." because they're not responding and they basically told me they were like it'll show up when it shows up they were like they move at such a slow pace over there like don't even bother and i was like okay i was like what do i tell this lady though but i told her i was like i'm so sorry i was like i promise i've been trying i was like i've been reaching out to them she showed up at the airport at least four times trying to be like have you heard anything? Is my bag here? I really need my bag. And I was like, no, I'm so sorry. I was like, I've tried my best. <laughs> but I feel like it would be very Aww. cool to be able to like experience their way of life versus the American lifestyle. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I definitely love that about traveling is I feel like I feel like when I travel, it's almost like I put life on pause because I come back and everything's the same at home. Like, sure, maybe someone got married, maybe someone had a baby, and maybe someone bought a house. You know, like, those are going to be the only dramatic things that really change. But, like, I literally feel like, I don't know. It's just so nice because when I'm traveling, I just forget about everything that's going on in the States. Yep. And I'm just, like, in my I own I do that, world. too. And then I'll get home and it's like, okay... That's- I have to go back to work now. I have to get back to 
the swing of things, maybe mm. go to the gym every once in a while, like, but it just feels so repetitive. Yeah. But then whenever you're traveling, it's so freeing because you're like, okay, I can do literally whatever I want with my time. Go wherever I want. Yeah. If I want to spend exactly. three hours going to a different place just to go check it out for 30 minutes, I'm free to do which is very cool because mm-hmm. I would never think about doing that. that in my like day-to-day life. I do try to spend my off days doing different activities. I always try to get outside. However, and like I like look up little day trips and stuff like that. But I feel like because everything in the United States is so mm-hmm. spread apart. Also, because I've lived in Oklahoma the majority of my life, I've already been to all the places that are day trips. I've already gone and seen the stuff. And anything else that I could want to do is over three, four hours away. And I'm like, if I work the next day at five o'clock, like technically I could leave for a night, but I'm like, is it really worth it at that point? So I don't know. I wish I could block Mm -hmm. together my hours at work where it's like, I do, I love pulling doubles, but not for the reason that like most people would think. It's not just so that I can like make as much money in one day as possible. It's so that I can get my hours in, mm-hmm. hit my 40 hours, and be like, I'm done now. Yeah. And then like I'd rather work back to back for three days in a row and like not have any off time to make sure that I can of my off. Because like whenever I'm off work, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't want to be home. Like I want out doing something else going somewhere cool experiencing something else fun and like another place that i've been going a lot recently is actually kansas city and surprisingly there was quite a bit to do in kansas city like i don't know it's about a four hour drive on me and about four hours is what it takes me to get down to dallas or like fort worth area too so not that bad and I'll do it same day Mm -hmm. like I can drive there and back same day go spend a couple hours doing whatever I want but like it's just cool to be able to go out and see different cities yeah I get that I love the freedom like I I thrive off freedom like I swear it's like my gasoline (laughs) um thank you but thank you for coming on the podcast like oh my gosh I could just sit and chat with you like literally all day if there was no limits. Like I, I know. I don't know. Both chatty. We're both like so chatty. But it has been <sighs> so fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you. have a great rest of your week. Hopefully, t- keep me updated on well, I'm the actually, airline situation. This, I'm gonna text my old boss and, and marriage like, papers. Hey, can we can we set up a drug test? Can I come back? Please. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I have to get my, like, clearance again. But I have to get an in-state driver's license before I can get him up. Thankfully, I live down the street from the DMV in Sharon Alley. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go to the tomorrow. Check their hours. But I'm going to try and get my license switched over to this state so that I can start the process. Fingers crossed that I can do it within the next like week or two because I'm trying to move by my birthday. My birthday's in March, so I'm like, that'll be my little birthday present for myself. Mm-hmm. Is a new. Yeah, 
Ooh. Yeah, that's cool. I will. Well, yeah. keep me in the loop. Well, Hopefully it goes well. Have a good rest of your day. Okay, have a good rest of your day.